Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The Major League Baseball trade deadline comes up tomorrow. So joining us now on the Schneider Orange Hotline to talk a little bit about it is Tim Allen. Tim, what's going on, man? What's happening, boys? The floodgates have not opened up in this crazy, crazy trade deadline time right now. We're just waiting on word. I mean, you got to wait till the first domino falls. And I just wonder if the, the, big, the big fish, uh, Juan Soto, if everyone's just kind of laying mm-hmm. back and waiting for that to happen, and then some of the lower, lower margin deals will, will occur. Well, and then looking at the Brewers in terms of at this trade deadline, where do you want to see them improve this baseball team? Well, I'd love, love to see a reliever and, and, a, and, a, and really a, a lay-the-hammer-down type of reliever. Now, again, a lot of teams are going to need that. So the, the, you're going to overpay for, for one of those guys. But at the very least, get some, uh, some sixth-inning guy, a seventh-inning guy maybe when, when Box is unavailable, maybe Williams is unavailable. When some of, these guys can't go every night. And, and so I would love to see a reliever in middle – you call him middle relief, but I, I guess a, a back-end guy. All right, let's put it that way, a back-end reliever. And then, you know, offensively, there's so much flexibility on this team right now that you could get an outfielder – you could get a DH, you could get a third baseman, you could get a platoon second baseman. So the versatility comes into play here. And really, what if they do nothing, guys? I mean, That's we have to... That's my con- question to you, Tim. Yeah, we, we, now you took my question <laughs> right in my mouth. Tim, what if they do nothing? How are you going to feel? You know, Uh-oh. Gary, I, I'm going to say we know what David Stearns thought of this team then. And I, th- I think, think that's that's the first thing you're going to think of, that he thinks he's got enough for a deep run, take a shot at it with what he's got, but he's not going to mortgage this continual cycle of into the playoffs and competing. He's, he's just not going to jeopardize that and slide all the chips in. I, I, I don't know if it's this year that he will slide a big stack of chips in, but at some point he's got to try that. Until this point, he has not done that. No. He hasn't gone out and did a really high-end top shelf instead of the rail drinks that we're drinking on special night. You know, maybe it's a ladies' night on, on Tuesday night hey. on State Street in Madison or something. <laughs> um, you know, you go top shelf and you go, you go upper echelon. At some point, he'll do that. If he doesn't, we'll know one thing, that he just didn't think this was the team to add to for various different reasons, and he'll have to explain that. Well, I'm looking... Tim, I see some stuff like Joey Gallo. 
What does he do for you? Buck sixty seven is about what he does. Oh, he'll fit in. Then. Oh yeah, he right strikes now. out, hits an occasional <laughs> yeah, homer. Right yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he fits right like in with Gallo, his offense. What does he do for you? <laughs> yeah, it, it's just all or nothing sort of guy. But he'll come uh, inexpensively, and and that's a lightning in a bottle kind of try. That's John, the roll so of the dice. Let try. me read it to you. John Heyman uh, says Yankees and guy. Brewers have indeed have been indeed talked. A bit about Joey Gallo, who may fit Milwaukee much mm. better than New York City. The crew was in on uh, ben, Benintendi, 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 both yeah. of those and guys, could yeah. use outfield help. Uh, Nightingale mentioned Twins and Rays in addition to Brewers. What about those two? Yeah, well, um, the the Gallo thing. I would say that it's what, what's uh, that? What's Gallo's going to cost you, Tim? Yeah, nominal. He's going to cost you nominal. Right. And, and that's the thing. Just like maybe an Eduardo Escobar from last year where okay. mm-hmm. you're trying to grab a name player. You're trying to hope that – your hope is that he has a just a, a real nice run down the stretch, change of scenery. Maybe you know he gets, gets into a little bit more playing time. But it also would, would tell you that – you know, maybe Luis Urias has, has not taken the steps that the team had wanted this year, and certainly I'm in that camp too. That I expected a little bit more out of him, and I'm I'm high on his future. Don't get me wrong. There's no reason to move Luis Urias, but to allow him some competition in there, to allow him to get going along with maybe you need a big three-run shot, Gallo off the bench in the seventh inning, get Williams and Hader up, lock down a Brewers. That, that's what they're trying to attempt with Gallo. Uh, Timmy, this is what I think they thought. They thought that eventually Renfro is going to hit with power, and he has done that. And he is, yeah. Yeah, I mean, last year he had 31 home runs. They thought Tellez is a streaky guy, but sooner or later he'll come back to where he was on fire. I think it was May. They're also thinking that, you know what, maybe McCutcheon is the reason why we got him with a DH, but maybe he can carry us for a while. Peralta's coming back at some point. I think this week he's going to the I.O. Maybe we're okay. Because at the worst comes the worst, Timmy. They didn't play their best baseball last month. And they're still in first place. But I know what the fans are thinking. They're trying to beat the Dodgers at some point. They're trying to beat, you know, some of these great teams. The Braves, right. Some of those teams. So the question is, do you think they have enough to do that? And I know we don't know, but we're just speculating. But I think that's the reason why they stand pat. Some of the streaky guys will play better. Yeah, I admire the patience that they have yeah. with some of these situations. Mm-hmm. I do. And I, and I was fairly patient with the offense uh, myself. And, and that is to say that they cer- certainly were a better offense than they showed the first half. Right. So we're seeing that now. We're seeing, as you said, Leroy, uh, Hunter Renfro is getting back to doing what Hunter Renfro did. 31 homers, yeah. 96 runs batted in last year in Boston. Hit 260. That That is a middle-of-the-bat guy that you, you grow, uh, and you, don't need, you didn't need to make a trade to get that guy. He was already on your team. They, they do have enough for at least a deep run, if not into the World Series. And, and you know, the talk is, as you, you said, you know, facing the Braves or facing the Mets or facing the Dodgers or the Padres or the, even the Cardinals. Guys, they got to face us too. And teams need it. And, and I think some fans need to look at, at it that way too. Go into a playoff game and you're facing, you're staring down the barrel of Woody Burns and Peralta, Burns, Woody and Peralta, 
hey, they've got their hands full. It's, it's about time that we look at it that way instead of saying, wow, look at this. We've got to face the Dodgers. Look at the Mets are on a roll. How about they got to face us? If this offense gets hot, they probably don't need another bat. It's just that simple. We've seen what they're doing. They're averaging seven runs a game mm-hmm. through the nine games out of the All-Star break. That is a huge number, and it's consistent. They're drawing their walks. They're keeping the line moving. It is pretty impressive, and it's more of what we thought this offense would be. To get where they want to go, is a player or two going to make the difference? Okay, well, I know what will make a bigger difference, and that's collectively to get all of these guys going. The growth has to come from internal sources, and that's guys like Urias. That's guys like Telez. Willie Adamas, you can't bat 218, buddy. You're going to have to start getting, getting your base hits here. And they all can't come in one game, and then you go dormant for a week. All of this growth has to come from within. And don't look now. Christian Yelich has a 10-game hitting streak, 15 hits within the streak. He's getting on base at like a 400 clip uh, since moving oh, to the Sparky would to, cut to you the, off. To the <laughs> leadoff no, guy. Would Tim, cut is, you off. Tim is, is just as worse, though. Is, is, the, is the power there? No. The <laughs> no, power's not there. The power's it, not there. The little, the little grounder there. that he had yesterday, Tim, that kind of petered out a little bit. I thought <laughs> yeah, about kind of, you. Kind of trickled yeah, through. Just trickled just, through. Just, he just tickled I, it in yeah, the center field. I thought about <laughs> you right away. That little grounder. I go, oh, my God. Tickled Tim, it. Yeah. I love Tim, it. Now, now, his mind now right Gary, now. You'll, you'll appreciate this, too. The other day against Boston, game tied, top of the seventh inning, facing the Red Sox at Fenway, Christian Yelich with a big RBI base hit. Is that a clutch hit? By definition, is that a clutch hit in the seventh inning on the road of a tie ball game? Did yes. Did he hit it? Yes. He got it. Yes, it is. And I, I say yes, and here's why. Because once you well, take that lead right there in the seventh inning, right right there, normally you would say, wow, it's not a walk-off. It's not a big three-run home run in the bottom of the eighth. It's not this, that. And the other thing, it's on the road. It's It's breaking a tie. And then you get Williams, Box, Williams, and Hader. And that's why that, that hit was clutch right there. It's Box, Williams, and Hader, and nine, 99, 98 times out of 100, that's going to be a victory. So I would just just squeaked into that clutch category. Oh, my God. I'm going to get, oh, my God, for Steve. Oh, my God. <laughs> Talking with Tim Allen from the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Postgame Show here in Milwaukee on the Wendy's Big Show. I will say this, though. They, they're gonna, they got three guys, well, Renfro at 19 um, home runs, but the three guys are Willie, who you talk my favorite brewer, and so they got three guys almost twenty home runs. We know this is a home run hitting team, but I really thought Omar Navarez would be the one guy. Well, they got sixty five pitch uh, catchers. <laughs> I thought he would be the guy they would move to get the third baseman that they want, or I don't think they'll do Soto for a rental. I mean, they're not going to do that. But if it was somebody on the block, I was thinking Monday on the first, he would be the guy that they would probably move to him. But if they stay pat, I'm good with it. Well, here's here's the problem with the catching situation. I know a lot of guys are saying, well, why do we have three catchers here? Yeah. And, and, and here, here's why. It gets a little tricky here. It's a little convoluted. So let's, let's say that go, they – Well, let's, let's say that they move Omar Narvaez or Victor Caratini. Yeah. Okay. Which makes sense on the surface because they have a, a an excess, a surplus of catching with Severino there, who I really like. I do like Pedro Severino. Mm-hmm. Severino is not eligible for the postseason. 
Okay, oh, okay. so okay. That, and that they're almost Leroy, they're almost handcuffed there because if you do trade Omar or Victor Caratini, yes, you'll have a good catching situation until the postseason starts. Then Severino exits. Do you feel good about Omar and a rookie going into the postseason as you're catching tandem? And I, I think that makes them nervous a little bit. I would be shocked if they moved Omar or Victor Caratini. Absolutely shocked. Yeah, I would be too. Last question here, talking with Tim Allen from the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Postgame Show here in Milwaukee, here on the Wendy's Big Show. What's been the difference? You mentioned the offense, it's scoring runs, and they're hitting the baseball. It's been different. What do you think has been the difference? Is it an approach? What's been the difference with this offense in the second half? It's a meeting. A lot of people frown on having team meetings. It's pretty clear that Andrew McCutcheon took the reins as a leader because by the way, also, I just want to throw this in there. Why did you get rid of Lorenzo Cain? I, I still don't understand that. I, I still don't get that, especially with what you replaced him with. But so be it. But Andrew McCutcheon, with a, a meeting, an offensive meeting, to talk to these players, provide some veteran leadership. He's been there. He's done that. He's done all, all of what you can do in baseball. And, you know, he got these guys together, and we're seeing a huge difference. Now, again, is that meeting, does that work like on a sideline in football, in, in baseball? Mm-hmm. You know, team meetings have been known to, to happen for sure, and, and they've been known to work. I think that's one thing to where they really, their expectations were, and I, I, I hate to think that they were, Let's let's get to the second half of the season and really push it, and let's wait for the playoffs because that's what a lot of Bucks fans have been doing since they won the title. It's just, even the year they won the title, it was like let's just get to the playoffs. Let's just turn right. the page. Yeah. They're going to be in the playoffs. I hope that wasn't the key because there's some seeding on the line here. But I, I, maybe that's part of it that their expectations were so high that it was a little more of going through the motions just thinking that we're good instead of going out there and proving it. And maybe a reminder uh, of, of sorts by Andrew McCutcheon kind of got things together. These numbers are really impressive, but uh, the caveat would be it's only been nine games. So let's see what happens in the next, next nine games. They do this again for another nine games. Really, there's something cooking here offensively. And it's pretty impressive how this offense, when, when they're clicking – uh, gets it done. An average of seven runs a game. They're averaging over ten hits a game. That's the impressive part too. It's not just they're not just getting a three-run home run, two-run home run, and a two-run double. They come up with yeah six runs, but five hits. They're averaging ten hits a game. The catalyst of that, Toby, to answer your question, I think it started with that meeting with McCutcheon. Timmy, appreciate the time today, Thanks. man, and enjoy the off day. All right, guys, uh, have a good day, and if all hell breaks loose, let me know. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 